This episode of the Brilliance Plus Passion Podcast is brought to you by the Podcast Reach System. Are you ready to exponentially reach more profitable customers? Launching and hosting your own show is your proven best solution for networking, client attraction, and establishing your celebrity expert brand. Visit www.podcastreachsystem.com and claim your rightful place as the leading star of your industry so you make a difference for your community, market, and audience. Welcome to the Brilliance Plus Passion Podcast. Join us as we celebrate entrepreneurs, business creators, and brilliant minds who reveal what they are doing to make the world a better place by being part of it. Be sure to visit our website at www.brilliancepluspassion.com. While you're there, subscribe to us via your favorite network. Now sit back, lean in, tune in, get your notepad and two pens ready, and let's get started. My name is Adam Homie. I'm your host, and I am honored by your wise decision to tune in and invest in yourself today. Right now, we are speaking with Kristen Joy Ladig, and let me just tell you a little bit about her. She decided she was unemployable at the tender age of six when she started her first business, making and selling pet rocks with nothing but a Sharpie marker, gravel, and ingenuity. She currently manages she and her husband Tony's retail store, which she'll tell you about, and it creates all kinds of unique, fun stuff. On her off time, well, what's that? She brainstorms business ideas with her awesome husband, Tony, and hangs out with her three ragdoll kitties, one of whom you can just barely see. There's Taco. Say hello to Taco, everybody. She even, she's even been known to sleep occasionally. So she can find her books on Amazon. There's a link, KristenOnAmazon.com. And she also has an online store, which we'll tell you about at the end. These books can be ordered wherever fine books are sold, and her really cool, nerdy stuff is what we're going to discover more about. Kristen, welcome aboard. Thank you. We're very happy to be here. I can see that. <laughs> so the first question is, how does the work you do make the world a better place for your clients, customers, and the society at large? Well, first of all, Taco's decided she's had enough. Yep. Um, <laughs> that's usual. We actually, I, I manage now full-time our retail store for nerds, Nerdvana Outpost. Yep. And so our mission is to create a safe space for all people, especially those who love their fandoms, um, typically the ones who would get beat up in school. Um, this is the place where they can come and hang out and enjoy our vintage arcade and shop and collect the things they like and meet other like-minded nerds like themselves. Awesome. Well, Hey, uh, I was one of those nerdy kids as well. My idea of a fun extracurricular activity was to go to the library and read the encyclopedias. I used to do that with the encyclopedia set underneath the grand piano in our living room. <laughs> yeah, my, my parents bought me an encyclopedia set because they realized that that's what was just going to happen. This was in the mm -hmm. 1980s before the internet. These days... Yep. One of the most dangerous things I can do is open up a Wikipedia article. Google. What will happen? What will happen is by the time I've read one article, I've opened twelve of the links within that article in separate browser tabs, oh, inviting yeah. me to a total of thirteen rabbit holes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm you know right what I'm talking about. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So what you're doing right now is basically your retail store. I just want to make sure I yeah. understand. Yeah. Yeah. Is that bricks and mortar, online, or both? Both. 
All right. Yep. Cool. Mostly brick and mortar. That's where I spend most of my days. And yep. then we also have our website and we ship all through the nation. US, awesome. US of A. Awesome. So in your experience, what are the three frequently asked questions you get from folks who are considering buying your stuff? Are you getting this in? Are you getting that in? And are you getting that other thing in? <laughs> <laughs> Always the same question, different things getting in. Yeah. Yeah. What are three questions you wish they would ask? Um, I wish it would be more like, uh, we really absolutely love this fandom. Would you be able to order more in this? Like letting me know the kinds of things that they like. Yeah. Um, just because in retail, it's a lot of, it's a lot of practicing my, my mind reading techniques and I'm a little rusty. On yeah. Those. <laughs> So that, um, really, for the most part, the customers we get to see every day, which I absolutely love that part of the job, getting to see people face to face, they are very gracious, they're very understanding, and they're really awesome. And most of their questions are not stupid. Um, they, okay. they ask very smart questions, and I appreciate that. Awesome. Let's have some fun here. Let's shift gears a little bit. What would people who know you be surprised to learn about you? People who know me well might already know this, but I have grown from the ground up three different businesses and sold all three of them. Wow. Um, I've started a lot more businesses, but of the ones that were my own, I actually sold all three. The most recent one was the Book Ninja, which is what I was most known for and which you interviewed me for in the past. Yes. <laughs> and, yes. On my other show, the Business Creators Radio Show. Yep. Yep. So that particular business was sold in late 2019 going into 2020. And I went full-time with retail two months before the pandemic hit. Oh, perfect timing. Yes. Great timing. <laughs> we already yeah. had the store. We'd had the store for two years, but this was me stepping in full-time and being in charge full-time, which I highly recommend if you have a business that you have a foot in that business. Yeah, that's kind of an interesting juxtaposition. Uh, you were known for years for the Book Ninja stuff. In mm -hmm. fact, that's how we originally connected. I actually bought a couple of your courses on book writing way back in the day. And for all I know, they're still <laughs> online. Probably are. Uh, yeah. But, uh, yeah, and uh, and then I find out you're doing this retail stuff. And... <laughs> you're like, what are you thinking? <laughs> no, I no, I, I get it. I get it. I get it perfectly. Part of it falls under multiple streams of income, where it not does. all the streams are the same thing. Mm -hmm. See, this is where this is where, in my opinion, the whole multiple streams of income thing becomes somewhat diluted. Uh, you see so much in business coaching. Well, if you're gonna have another stream of income, make it one that goes with the business you already have. Okay, yeah, that I works don't that, that way. That, that, work, that works to a degree, but you got to be careful not to get stuck in one segment because if that segment takes a hit, now you have multiple streams of income that are being choked. Right. Whereas you have the book stuff, you have the retail store, and something else you have, guaranteed to pretty much at least one of them is going to work. Yeah, given time. I'm pretty sure. Actually, we are in the process of building the nerd store. Um, to the point that we could have someone else take it over, whether that is to manage it or whether that is to purchase it. We're not sure yet um, because yep. my husband and I are also starting another company called Magical Bear. And we Magical have been, Bear. Magical Bear. You've heard about this in a little bit. Yes, I uh, have. We have been working diligently on that. And my goal is to be working side by side with him on that full time in the next two to three years. Yeah. Okay, I have to go off script a little bit here, and I That's and we fine. have time, we have time to do it because we're moving so fast. You are one of those folks who have mastered the art 
of working with your spouse, Tony, who mm-hmm. I've not, I haven't had the opportunity to meet yet. I hope he stops by here at some point because I know he's doing some great things. He's actually taking a very rare nap. He never. Oh, nerves, wow, that's the, that's awesome when you have that level of brilliance and passion and keep it going. So, uh, what would you say are some of the things that our listeners should know about effectively working with your spouse or your life partner? First of all. Only do it if you're compatible. Some people yeah. just don't work well together. Don't try right. and force it. Like if you're not naturally able to bounce ideas off each other and accept custom, you're not custom criticism, I guess, customized criticism, uh, but just <laughs> accept the the back and forth that goes with, you know, I really don't think that's a good idea. Why don't you uh-huh. think that's a good idea? Well, this is why. And that, be willing to listen to the other person. Right. Then it's going to be a rough road. Um, I think we work really well together, not just because of our work relationship in the past. You know, we've each run our own companies. We've each been very successful with those companies. But we also work well together because we have a good personality mix. So we naturally flow very well together. Like people are asking, how can you, I mean, I'm in my office right now, my home office, his office is on the other side of that wall. And like, how can you work literally in the same space seven days a week, which we did even through the pandemic when I was working on the store website from home a lot. And honestly, being at the store three to four to five days a week now, it hurts. I I miss being around him because we just work so well together naturally. Um, yeah. So first of all, just make sure you're, you know, don't try and force it. Some people just don't yeah. need to have that much time together. Yeah. And some people thrive with that much time together. And we are a couple of those people. Yeah. I guess it, I guess it calls for being, having a realistic assessment of the situation. You know, there are mm-hmm. some couples out there who do their best work apart. Yeah. Like I, like I know and they might work in the same business, but they yeah. work completely different roles. And that yeah. is perfect. We, we happen to have a lot of the same talents like yeah. we're both career graphic designers. So we were talking today about what is my role in Magical Bear? Like we we're just brainstorming this on the way to lunch today. And I said, mm-hmm. honestly, like I do eight hours of bookkeeping every week. That's going to be part of my role. It's underneath the Interact company, our main company. So that's me running that company. But I'm also really, really good at marketing and seeing patterns and follow up stuff and automation and systems and all of that. Yeah. Never, ever thought I'd say I was good at systems, but I've made myself good at systems <laughs> over yeah. the years. Mm-hmm. And so I see myself taking that sort of role where he's more the creative talent. He's the brains. He's, we're both artists too. Like I actually have an art degree yeah. and, and he has a, a certification, but he's very, very talented at the type of art he's doing. And the direction we're going product creation is his gig. My gig is yeah. manufacturing and selling those products. See, that's that's a great compliment uh, to each other. Now, what I'm C O M P L E M E N T, and it's also a C O L P L I M E N T for you both having the self awareness and mutual awareness to make that work. And what I meant by what mm-hmm. I said is some couples work best apart. Is I'm aware of a couple uh, who I've met several times who have been together for thirty years. They don't even live together. It's wow. because they rec- because they recognize they want to be alone most of the time. And some do, some thrive with yeah. that. Yeah, so you got so you, so I think overall you just got to find what works for you. And I think it's awesome yeah. that you found something that does work really well for you. Now, what do you hope people say about you when you're not around to hear it? Well, hopefully good things. Yeah. <laughs> because um, I tend to be very straightforward and to the point and, I, and 
I have trouble lying. I'm extremely honest. So if someone wants my opinion, they better really want my opinion. So I hope that behind my back, they say things like, I really appreciate your honesty. I appreciate that you didn't beat around the bush with me, that you said, this is the way it is and this is how it should be. And I took that and I ran with it and I'm successful now today. Like that would be awesome. Fantastic. If you could go back in time and change one thing you've done or one thing you've experienced, what would it be and why? Oh, there's a lot of stuff I'd love to change, but the fact is all of those things led me to be who I am today, and I kind of like who I am today, so I honestly don't think I would change anything. I mean, it's been a rough road here and there, but that seems to be through it all. That seems to be one of the most common answers we get here, and my and my thought about that is that while we can't go back and change what happened before, we can pay it forward by helping others discover it before they go through some of the same things. Like there are certain things that I did not know what questions to ask. I didn't know what I didn't know. When I see somebody else who's coming up the path and they're having the same issue, maybe my story will inspire them in some way. Right, right. I love that. I absolutely love that. And I also think that in the entrepreneur realm, we often automatically think like that anyway. Like we understand with personal growth and stuff that we wouldn't be here today in who we are today. Exactly. What famous person, alive or dead, would you like to meet? And what questions would you have for them if you had the opportunity? This is a hard one because I honestly don't know. I'm, I've am i never been into famous people at all. Mm-hmm. Um, I might go back and I ask a scientist something, but I don't know what that would be. I honestly, honestly don't have an answer for that one. Great, great. Well, that's okay. What motivates <laughs> what right. motivates and inspires you to keep going when you're having a tough time or facing a challenge? Oh, rest. <laughs> Honestly, my massage chair. <laughs> highly, highly recommend. If you have okay. to finance it, finance it. <laughs> like get t- taking a step back is what I usually need. I tend to get overwhelmed because I have so much going on. I'm spinning a lot of plates. And when I do get overwhelmed, like actually happened yesterday, I'm like, you know what? I need some me time. I need to take a step back. I tell Tony, I'm going to be down in my chair. He knows what that means. And I am in my chair for anywhere from 20 minutes to two hours sometimes, just hanging out, getting a massage, getting the heat. And sometimes I listen to a podcast during that time. Sometimes I listen to music. Sometimes I don't listen to anything. Sometimes I fall asleep. So it's, it's definitely something that... I've learned that self-care in that way for me is very, very important. Yeah. So finally, and I know you have something you want us to share with our listeners, and I'll do that. But in general, right now, what is one thing that you would recommend our listeners do as soon as we finish up here? If you're thinking about starting a business, even if it's brick and mortar retail, and that scares the you know what out of you. (laughs) I'm not (laughs) sure if this is rated PG or G or what. (laughs) But if it scares you, take that first step anyway. Um, people might think I'm crazy for having jumped into retail right before the pandemic, a couple years Uh before we didn't even know about that, of course, but that I'd keep it going through the pandemic. And we just had our first net profit month in the, in that business in April. So that's awesome that we are seeing a profit now at just at our three year anniversary when most retailers do not see that for five to six years. So just because I dedicated myself and I jumped in with both feet and I just did it and I didn't know anything about retail when we got started, it's been a huge learning curve. But because I took that step, 
I can now look at all of the lives that we've touched and look at all the people I get to see on a weekly, sometimes daily basis and and the ways I'm getting to make people smile every day. And that to me is totally worth it. Yeah, I can hear business coaches everywhere saying, you're doing this stuff with books. What the hell are you doing with a retail store? <laughs> yeah, everywhere. Oh, I had yeah. a couple of my coaches call me on that. And I'm like, my passion has always been toys and books, never just yeah. books. Now you can have both. Exactly. All right. So this has been so much fun. And what I want to invite our listeners to do is visit your store at nerdvanaoutpost.com. That's nerdvanaoutpost.com. And there you will discover an epic nerd experience both online and offline. I'm going to allow our listeners to go check that out and find out for themselves in alignment with their own truth what that means. (laughs) I know I myself will probably have to log off here and go do it myself because I'm now excited about this whole nerd experience. So, uh, Chris and Joy Ladig, thank you so much for being with us today. It's been an honor and believe me in education. Thank you, Adam. It's been great. Thank you for tuning into the Brilliance Plus Passion podcast, where we celebrate entrepreneurs, business creators, and brilliant minds who are making a difference for their community, market, and audience. Remember to visit our website at www.brilliancepluspassion.com and enjoy even more great episodes like this one. Again, while you're here, subscribe to us via your favorite network. We look forward to seeing you next time on the Brilliance Plus Passion Podcast. Oh,